Yeah, man. Thank you for sticking around. <laughs> um, no, all, all in all, man, I actually, <clears throat> I actually really liked working for this client. Yeah. Um, they were challenging mm. and I actually enjoyed that um, because it wasn't like this. I got feedback from these guys though. Mm. Right. A lot of the other clients, especially, um, so, so the, the person that took over for them, their marketing director, right. When she left, mm. uh, Mike, right. He, he's, he's cool. I like this guy. Awesome, he, dude. he, um, always had opinions, feedback, and he was actually really fast on giving it to, mm. right. Much faster in most clients that, yeah. that I've ever dealt with. Um, now that doesn't mean it was kind of like a, you know, Josh, I need you to make this happen in this way. Mm. And I'm, I'm. Okay, yeah, sure, no problem. And then I'm, how am I going to make this happen? You know, yeah. it was there was some of those times, which always happens, right? That's what that's what as a director you're getting paid to do, right? Is figure out how to make it work for them, um, and and I mean we did, it was good. I I really liked it, um, but when when you have someone of of this of this person's caliber, right? Because he's had, I don't know, he's I I believe he's had experience with lots of other major brands, mm. um, work, working for you know other global brands. And usually they um, have, there's a lot of pressure that usually comes with no feedback, I feel like. Yeah. Right. I just need you to get it to this point and I don't know how to get there. Or an, and a lot of times there's no feedback and you have to figure out how to get there. Mike knew, My, Mike had done this before. He knew the processes in and out. You know what I mean? And so it was actually really, really cool because it was more of a collaboration with this client in the end, I yeah. think, than it was with typical clients. Yeah. No, I think one thing about Mike was like there's no there's no hiding anything from him. No, no, he know? knows he was, everything. He, yeah, and um, but what's cool about him is he had a lot of good input. Right, it was never yeah. like just saying something. No, no, no. There, it was, it, it, everything was valid. He had a reason. Yeah, it, it, even if it made it like really difficult, and and mm. we didn't know how we were gonna figure it out. Right. Yeah. Or you know maybe I had to stay up late to figure it out. Mm. Like there, it was all valid though. Yeah, he was very good with his justifications. Like, yeah. uh, and I'm a big believer in that. Like, if you can justify your reasonings, then that means it's yeah, you're not changing it just to ch for the sake of change. Yeah, exactly. Right. So Mike was awesome there, and uh, thanks, Mike. We miss you. Want to have you come back again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he watches this, stuff, but um, yeah, it would be great to work with him again. Yeah, no, it was it was cool. Um, but just if anybody's doing things for multiple clients in multiple countries, just make sure you're you're checking all your deliverables, counting them out. And mm -hmm. one thing I think is very valid, just a learning that I had from, from this, right? Um, when we delivered for Indonesia, and I, I don't know if you know this, because they didn't send us the tech specifications yeah. in advance, they sent it after we finished shooting right. for TV. It turned out for Indonesia, um, public TV broadcasting mm -hmm. had to be... Your safety zone was still four by four. Oh wow! Really? So four by four or four by three? I can't remember. That's old school. That's old school. So, like, we, we had this thing where we can export it for you for TV, yeah. but we can't meet those safety zone requirements because we would have had to known that. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sure. That's really strange. Like, um, yeah, I can't believe that they still have four. Like, depending on the station, but because they have. Uh, in their rural parts are still that's true indonesia is yeah. huge man yeah i think it's like the third largest country in the world or something right and it's just massive man there's yeah because you know what because they have islands that spread 
super yeah. far out, right? So like if there's any programming that's reaching out there, it's got to be broadcast from somewhere near there. Yeah. So, so I mean, they didn't tell us in advance enough, so we couldn't shoot it for that. Okay. And so we did deliver in the end the the, yeah. the videos, but we just couldn't meet the safety zones. Right. And then let them know. They understood it completely, and they went with it, tried to get it broadcast. So Did, did it end up? Uh, I have no idea if I'm honest. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're not for their digital either, programming, so. they yeah. probably could, but for like the analog, mm. the uh, public broadcasting, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm trying to find one shot, but it, uh, I wanted to show what the colorist actually did. She removed her reflection, but I guess it's not important because I can't find it. So, it's I guess when the we BMW pulls in at the house for the first time. Yeah, I don't see this. So, whoops. It's not there. Oh, you we know what? It. You're looking at 30. It's in the 60. Oh, thank you. Yeah, okay. So, I just wanted to show this. So, like, one thing that's pretty cool. We had a great colorist. Her name was Mim. Um, she's pretty cool. She helped. So, most of the time, I feel like you run into a lot of... Um, I don't want to say politics, but a lot of times you run into politics, right? When people mm. want to say, well, technically I'm not supposed to be doing that. Right. And not my department. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one, one, yeah. one challenge right now is like how small the industry's growing. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Um, it's growing small, uh, in terms of software is a readily available, to all kinds of people, right? And you actually get people that are very, very talented. Maybe they don't know how to manage clients or work a client session, you know, or something like that, but they can do, you know, things that are really yeah. um, uh, outside of that normal box that those 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 people sit in, mm. right? Like say a colorist, right? He does this, he doesn't do any visual effects. He doesn't do any sound. He doesn't do any editing. Technically now though, the guy in the bedroom has the same software. Da Vinci has all that in there. Yeah. He could literally do it if he wanted. Maybe it's not the proper process and it might, you know, um, screw up your, your post, you know, um, your post pipeline. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, um, Mim does not have that mentality, right? She's actually young mm. or quite young. So um, not that, you know, senior guys are, 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 are not like this, but like she, she's um, willing to do things in a more... Um, uh, Fashion, like, like, how do you say she's, this? She's, she's more willing to solve problems because she knows. Yeah, yeah try, try, try new things, yeah. I guess is the best way. She's, she's willing to try new things. So what I did is there was an issue here with the car. It's taking a long time to get to it. It's crazy, sorry. So here are, so this shot, right? So if you listen to this, whenever, whenever, you, whenever you saw it first, right? There's these like race car sounds that go zoom, 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 right? Like, and it's, it's this whole thing to like show off like how cool of a car he bought, right? Because he's a dad and he bought it. His wife's mad. Like, what'd you do buy this sports car without me? And we were trying to really drive home that point of like, mm. you know, he bought this cool thing on a whim because he's like, oh my gosh, sports car, I want it, right? Yeah. And when, when we show this, right, this is all behind the scenes footage, right? Mm. This was not actually planned. Our behind the scenes videographer shot it and we used it because it was like, hey, this will really help. Um, luckily, we put the behind the scenes footage on the same drives as the raw footage. Yeah. And our editor, editor Lester, found it. Mm -hmm. Right. So he actually searched through all the behind the scenes footage yeah. trying to find something. 
Um, and he used it. And so when we did this, our behind the scenes videographer um, was holding the camera and passed right front in front of it. You can actually see his hand a little bit there. And so he had a huge reflection of himself here, right? And our colorist managed to put in like these little um, flares and, and stuff like that and, you know, increase contrast and darken stuff uh, and, and did like a little bit of like this, it's kind of like more visual effects work that you'd kind of do in flame mm. to hide it. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of like one of the, that's, that's the whole point I was making right there, right? So like um, it, it's really refreshing to work with someone that will help you solve those problems Yeah, is I guess is what I'm getting at. Mm. Uh, just a cool little note. Um, yeah. I like the old school guys too. No, no. I mean, I, and I don't They're think they're old school or a, a new school guy. Cause we, um, I don't know if you remember Guy, one of the colorists that mm. we worked with before. Yeah. Yeah. He started out from, you know, being a colorist and mm -hmm. Da Vinci could edit and he was like, Oh, try editing. Yeah. Yeah. And then now, you know, he's, Oh really? He was doing grading before editing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. And then he started doing editing in, in Da Vinci. Yeah. And then he got good at it, so he could do both. And then now he's also yeah, he's things. a great editor in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, he is. He has a very like I think he's more of a visceral editor, right? He's yeah. good with pieces that are like more about. Like he's he's good at grading, but I would go back to him for editing first. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I like his grades. Okay. I feel like his edits, again, like I think he's very rhythmic. He's very familiar with doing music music videos and stuff. Yeah. Like this that. that's I mean that's kind of what I got started in. So. Oh, okay, but. What I was getting to is now he's actually, I talked to him recently. He's also doing like, um, how do you say it? Like uh, compositing and stuff like that, where he's removing stuff from frames, screen screening yeah. things and stuff. See, now he's doing VFX. Yeah, because you he's, know, he's running it for all the old school guys. Man. <laughs> he is an old school guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, he's, yeah. I mean, a post producer or sorry, line producer that needs to save money. We'll go to him. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, they can do everything. Yeah. Like he removed, like they had a, I was watching a music video he did. They had a guy who was just, they built, they built, um, uh, failing to find the words, like uh, platforms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For, like something Scaffolding. Like, scaffolding yeah. 10 meters. And then they put like a bungee jump, a guy jumped off. And yeah. then he had to remove the bungee jump and the scaffolding. Yeah. So it looks like this guy was just falling from the sky. Yeah. And he could do that. And I think he did it straight from Da Vinci or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. Yeah, you know, so what you were saying is completely right. Like the, the industry is growing smaller because the tools mm -hmm. are better at it. It's getting more accessible yeah. is a better way to say it. Yeah. And in the future, I don't even want to think about it. Like AI. There, 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 there is something though, right? So like there, there's one caveat to the whole thing, right? Yeah. If you're, if you're not, a, if you're not a master of one of those, yeah. right? Yeah, that's that's usually where you sacrifice quality, hmm. right? And that's that is that is one of the things, right? Like if you're really trying to get something that's premium, like if you go watch an HBO series, hmm. right? There's hundreds of people in post on that. Yeah, you're not gonna have one guy. The, the guy who's doing VFX is not doing grading because the guy who's doing VFX is the best guy in the world that does VFX, and he's doing that. Yeah. Same thing for the grade. You know, they're not going to try to save money. Yeah, well, they're going to try to create something that keeps you know people watching. That's something something arguable because House of Dragon nobody can actually see. <laughs> the guy <laughs> you're supposed to turn your brightness up, man. On that, so it's the viewer's fault at this point. Yes. <laughs> a quick reminder for all of the the people that are listening, um, it's greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review about the podcast and let us know your thoughts. 
Dude, I, I have no excuse. This is the second <laughs> time there has been like a major public outlash about that, right? Yeah. This is House of Dragon. And they're both this that's HBO, right? Yeah, and Game yeah, of Thrones. And Game of well. Thrones. This is all the same universe, right? Yeah. Yeah. So is it the same DOP? I don't know, man. Like <laughs> what what's going on there? So apparently it's just they're I, I don't know if it's the same DOP, but basically they're saying like, you know, it's an artistic choice to make it look really dark. And then <laughs> Dude, okay. So this is the thing. On on Facebook, I'm I'm friends with a lot of technical people. Yeah. Right. Colorists, um, DITs, these guys, right? Yeah. And I have, I've seen multiple, and, and okay, I used to follow all this tech stuff and everything, and I got out of it like two or three years ago and really stopped paying attention and focused more on the art, the directing, right? And yeah. not like the technical side of it and, and tried to lose, you know, base with that as much as I could so that I could focus on mm. story more. Um, and I'm still friends with these guys though. And so the, the reason why I say that is because I'm assuming Facebook is not showing me a lot of that content anymore. I'm getting more, you know, the algorithms that, you know, yeah. haunt you like they're I'm getting <laughs> more of um, story based. Yeah, if that makes sense. Not not te- I don't see a lot of tech stuff is what I'm saying. Hmm. And when I when this this last was it called? I don't House watch the of series. Dragon. House of Dragon came out. Yeah. I saw like two or three DITs or colorists. I don't remember which talk about this on on a Facebook feed or Instagram or something, right? About how they tried to get their TV mm. or to display it correctly. And they were talking about like, because these are these are colors, right? So like they don't have just a normal LG TV. In the <laughs> they got the LG version that you use in a presentation room. They just have a flander in the living room. Like they, they probably <laughs> set up the probe and calibrate their TV in their spare time. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So like their TV is made so that it sees the best picture that you can. Yeah. And they could not see House of Dragons episode This that, that had this issue, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. So that's what I was like, sh- like three guys independently yeah. talked about this. Yeah. So, I mean, artistic choice, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's... Um, I So I would say... I mean, you, when you say artistic choice, that's something where you can't argue. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if it's you, subjective, right? Somebody's gonna hate me in the comments or something. But it's like when you say objective choice, one. Uh, sorry, artistic subjective. Cho- uh, artistic choice. Yeah. One, it's yeah, it's subjective. Completely subjective. Two, it's I'm sorry, that's a bullshit excuse. Uh, <laughs> no, but it is subjective. It is, but when you, I feel like it's an excuse because you can't argue it, right? Whereas in my opinion, oh, because you're you're shutting down the argument. Yeah, you're shutting down the argument. No, it's it's supposed to be that way. It's an artistic choice. Yeah. Whereas like, instead of saying, well, okay, we'll improve on that, right? Mm-hmm. Because I do feel like no matter who you are as a filmmaker, you have a responsibility for your viewer to be able to view what your your content, right? You can make it dark whenever, but they still need to be able to watch it. Unless, <laughs> unless they don't want you to, unless they don't want you to, because that's, that's the artistic the choice. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it, it all, it all, it all comes back to, to, to being subjective, you know, like, yeah, well, I, I get what you're, if you shut down the conversation though. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's just straight up like a, that's what political, that's what politics, people in politics do. Yeah. You're, so I, I, I think it, you you can have a just again back to justification right yeah if you have a artistic choice you need to be able to justify that artistic choice like I'm doing this because 
nobody, no, none of the characters in the scene actually can see each other. So we want you to feel that same way. Like the previous one in Game of Thrones, I know this is not what we're supposed to be talking about, but the previous it's Game fine. of Thrones episode where uh, it was uh, the long night when uh -huh. all the, the the night walkers were attacking. You're talking about the, the final, the, the final one from, of this, the, this is the series finale. It wasn't finale. the finale. I was not the finale, but it was like a couple episodes before the finale. It it's, was, it's the other one that got that, that, out, yeah. that outcry on, right? Yeah. That one I can, when it first happened, I was watching it at home and I was like, okay, I guess in some ways it makes sense. It's like they're building up to this is such a threat and it's happening in such darkness. Yeah. Because So it's, it's building up that sense of like the characters also can't see it. They also have this impending force that they don't know how large it is or how close it is to them. Mm -hmm. So for the viewer, you're building up that same tension. I feel like there's justification for that. But in a scene where people are walking and talking, you know, there yeah. is. <laughs> this, this is what I saw people this last time talk about. Yeah. So you you know me and or we've known each other for a long time. You know what I what kind of movies I like to watch. And I this is not one of the things that I, I watch. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't get into you're not a fantasy type of guy. Yeah, there you go. Fantasy and sci-fi, I just don't, it just doesn't, you know, it's not something I'm particular about. Um, but whenever this happened for the first, the, the, the first uh, first time, Game of Thrones, right? The, it's whatever, this, it's the last season, right? Where where it happened this first time where everyone yeah. was like, hey, what, why is it so dark and whatnot, right? That's the only episode that I watched because yeah. I wanted to see what everyone was talking about, right? Yeah. And um, I've got HBO subscription, so I, I watched it. And I couldn't see anything. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, I turned it off almost immediately, <laughs> but like I, I skipped through the episode and I was like, wow, this is really dark. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I didn't get to actually understand that the people in the scene were, were having a hard time seeing also. Well, I, that, that makes sense. My interpretation of it, right. Th philosophically. Yeah. Like they're, you know, it's, it's kind of like the same. I, I can I mean, understand. I, I think they could, justify it as like yeah. when you're in the ocean and you can't see a shark but you know it's close you know sure it's that's some same kind of feeling they're trying but, to but is this not a technical issue like every everyone that i've ever heard weigh in on this that has any kind of um expertise mm. um they all yeah they all say that it's it's like it's 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 not even up to a standard mm. you know what i mean it's 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 off the or it's it's so dark that it it shouldn't have, it should have never passed QC. Yeah, yeah. Right. I I would actually a part of that's what I I think I would agree with that a little bit. Uh, uh, for that episode, for the new ones, I think there's no justification for it. Again, it's that's where like <laughs> artistic choice. You know, if it was an artistic choice and they can justify it, I can see. So that means you could just literally like <laughs> go go. So we're going to AFM in in, in next yeah. week, right? And I could just show up and give them a black movie file. Yeah. I right? just saw it. Just black. sounds. Yeah. It just sounds and say, hey, this is my feature length movie. Yeah. It's an artistic choice. You can't see anything. Well, I would argue that you could do something like that if you were saying, okay, my story is called radio. My <laughs> if my story is about, say, okay, this is hypothetical, right? I make a movie about a blind guy who is going on a date with a girl mm -hmm. and it's yeah this makes sense and it's all black you can't see anything yeah. but you can hear it but this this yeah this this is this is good storytelling 
Yeah. Right. You're making you're you're making the viewer feel a situation. Yeah. And then you're justifying it as yeah. you know, you're putting them in that the shoes. Yeah, right? totally. So that's an artistic choice with justification. This this is how radio used to to work, right? Like you'd yeah. have um you have to explain like back in the I don't know, it was thirty forties, right? When there were people were not watching TV, they would listen to radio in the evenings. Yeah. They had storytelling, right? And so there was all kinds of different types of sound design and mm. your stories were a lot of times were based around um there's so there's a this old school show called uh, the Shadow. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of. Oh, it. where it's like news reports and he's like a vigilante or something, right? So he, man, I, I barely remember the synopsis <laughs> about it, but I remember he's invisible. Oh, yeah, and and so they called him the Shadow, right? I believe it's his Shadow, but he's invisible, and so it worked really well for radio mm. because. You can't see it. There's nothing to see. You're following with sounds only. So it worked really well. Like it fit the whole radio format. Yeah. Which is really cool, right? It's it, it Then it was an original idea, mm-hmm. you know? So it was probably groundbreaking. War of the Worlds. Orson Welles' War of the Worlds, where it was mm-hmm. a radio show. Yeah. And they, yeah, yeah, the exactly, way they exactly. presented it was like breaking news. Yeah, right? exactly. So they were actually... Yeah, people left or started believing, believing in it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people went out and like they were shooting their water towers and stuff like that, thinking it was a, an alien ship or something like that. Really? Because they, I mean, I'd, I'd heard about this, but I, I never the, researched actually what people did. So the yeah, there was like stories of because they described the aliens' vessels as being like. Um, almost like water tower having skinny legs, you know, and walking. So some people were like, because they tuned in, it was after, I think the first episode was after some sort of a baseball game. Um, so they didn't get into so, the beginning when they were like, yeah. the next broadcast is this show, this show, this show, right? It was like, they got into when the news, Yeah, it, it was, they were presenting it as if it was a news broadcast. Mm-hmm. So people were panicking, <laughs> getting out of their house with a gun. And then they see the water tower. They thought it was. Yeah, that's cool, man. Like, th- back then yeah i guess there was there was no there was nothing to compare that to yeah right this is the first time that it's happening if you if you hear the the i don't know the sound you know the sound effect or the music for a news broadcast you automatically think it's news news broadcast right (laughs) so no one had done this yet so yeah so orson welles fantastic genius and then he went goes on to do citizen kane after that Mm. right takes his radio genius to the cinemas Okay. We should we should do another uh, a podcast just on him. He's actually a super interesting character. Like the last film that he was trying to make, I don't think he finished. Mm. He was he was doing what I did. He drive he drove the car so the mm. DOP could shoot from. Like it it became oh, like, really yeah. When if I remember correctly, it ended up being almost like a film school project in the end, trying to finish it and then wow. and, and, yeah. yeah. Actually, we can go. We can talk. That can be our our like he, he had such an arc thing. in his career. Yeah, what I'm saying up and down. Yeah, yeah. No. It, Definitely. I mean, what Citizen Kane is still one of the greatest mm. movies ever made in terms of it pushed so many envelopes for film. Right. You get like um, you get like sound stages. You have wit ceilings. <laughs> for the first yeah, time. this is a whole other episode. Yeah, because there's well, there's there's lots of. Um, yeah. Actually, let's do this in a whole a whole other. We need to do that yeah. in, a, in a different thing. We All right. A, let's a, wrap it up. Monthly director review. <laughs> it has been an hour, I think. So let's let's wrap it up. Yeah. That is that. <laughs>